0: sponsored by Faf. Alongside their range of amazing sewing machines they have a selection of brilliant overlocker and cover stitch machines. If you're ready to take your sewing to the next level then we really recommend you have a look at Faf's range of overlockers. If you've always been intimidated by threading an overlocker machine then Faf's air threading models are for you. We sell the full range of Faf machines so do get in touch if you've got any questions. Welcome to episode 40 I feel like. What? What's happened? I thought we were on like 30.
1: Mm.
0: are we gonna do this
2: at the start of every episode (laughs) to try and remember the number it's an episode it's christmas time it's the last one of the year oh episode 35 there you go
0: and what we doing questions ask us anything okay just that well we've put out on instagram asking people to send in any questions i know we do this kind of at the end of every loose season (laughs) it's an actual physical season it's the end of the year it's the end that's true yeah Yeah. so it's quite a nice way to finish it up and people have sent in really nice questions we say like ask them ask us questions about literally anything so some are personal we separated them out again similar to the last one business personal and sewing are our sort of three loose categories rosie hasn't seen them all i'm gonna be the question asker and, and then we'll there. do yeah but we'll both answer a bit um and we're going to do the sewing ones first then business and then end with a couple of personals
2: should we do a little you know,
0: yeah nice <laughs> juice
2: at the end i always like the personal ones someone <laughs> asked me something really juicy um should
0: we do a little catch-up like what's been going on yes uh it is now the last We our last week officially open before christmas break
1: mm-hmm
2: so today's most people's last day in the studio. We are It's a Friday, but we are open tomorrow. It's like our
0: final day. Me and Zoe are actually in the shop tomorrow. Yeah. I mean. Which I'm really excited about because I haven't done a full day in the shop in, I feel like, since before my maternity leave. Yeah. And it's quite a nice, like, different day at work. Yeah, you get to talk to lots more customers.
2: Yeah. It's a bit more buzzy and... Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's funny because we always said we don't want an actual shop <laughs> and we've ended up with an actual shop. But actually, it's part of the business that I really like now. I think we were always scared that we'd have to be here like all weekends, all the day like actually have to come and open and be there even when like no customers were coming. But that's obviously not what happens. It's yeah, nice. and our
0: amazing team are here. Like taking care of it. And they know the customers, like the customers that come in every week. Yeah, they know them and they know their projects it's so nice because yeah. they see them often and then customers often come back like two weeks later wearing the thing made Yeah, it's so nice in the fabric that they bought before and we miss out on all that yeah so when we are here it feels nice so, so that's my last day at work tomorrow I'm not sure how busy it'll be because obviously we're not like a last minute Christmas gift yeah but if you're sewing shopping gifts place yeah but it's a bit place, late it's a bit late then yeah but
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lots of at the last minute I feel like I'm getting the train out to my parents later tonight and they live in Wiltshire and every year I've done this over the past 10 years or whatever I've been getting the train out of London it's always mad so like I feel like London does go really empty
0: from now on yesterday all the trains out of Euston were cancelled why? because it was a signal fault
1: ooh it's going to be even bit, worse today. a bit mad
0: yeah well no maybe they'll be back today I don't know
2: yeah um, what else have we had? A really exciting fabric delivery last week. Oh yeah, we did from a new
0: designer. Yeah, which is basically all prints, like all bespoke designer prints, which we love. All florals, but like quite a different vibe of, like some like painterly, rosy ones, and then some like more like geometric ones. Graphic kind of ones. Graphic, yeah, complete mix. And then the fibers are all pretty special. We got quilted coating fabrics some fleece which to be honest i'm not sure we'll make it on sale because i feel like all the team are going to buy it yeah and work then, perks <laughs> yeah there's one really nice one and everyone was like yes i really want that and then loads of sequins loads of pleated
2: yeah some really cool bags of remnants actually that are sat on the table currently like, they're really all nice.
0: silk silk crepe sheens and some heavy sense, yeah. there was some really nice silk twills as well in there
2: mm. and i've already cut out a project in one of them
0: the designer's first name starts with R, so he has this print that's like a black and white R and a floral flower. design, yeah, like a geometric-y one, and Rosie obviously had to make a fleece in it. And we've also got quite a few other really exciting deliveries that are due, I think, first week of January. I guess at the end of the year, everyone is clearing out their studios,
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so... Keep not an eye us. out. We've got exciting... No, oh, yeah, not us. We're <laughs> just gathering more stuff. Um, we yeah. were talking the other day, though, before spring, we've got such good fabrics coming. So good. The best we've ever had, because we don't buy fabrics seasonally like other fabric shops, because we don't get to pick what we buy. So often we do kind of get stuck, like we'll get loads of coating in March, mm. and then it's going to either sit there or we upload it, but no one's really shopping it, because most of our customers are in um, England and europe where it's spring northern hemisphere the yeah. northern hemisphere that's how i knew there was a way but i didn't i knew i was going to get it wrong if i tried to say it <laughs> <for sure. laughs> um but this spring we have got actually really good fabrics yeah
2: we made the decision to hold
0: some stuff back <laughs> for spring it's really, yeah, it it a, be a good decision we've got strategy for the yeah. first time ever <laughs> so we've got like really gorgeous european linens in really nice colors like loads of crinkle cottons from yeah. they all from the same designer. Yeah, loads like, of embroidered cottons. Yeah, and the colours like you're right. There's like zesty lemons yeah. and
2: really nice pinks
0: yeah. and like really beautiful purples. Oh, I'm gonna make a
2: good linen wardrobe.
0: Yeah, and then <laughs> alongside that is now like all these prints that we've just had. Yeah, but they will go up pretty soon, right? Because it's like quilted
2: puffers and fleeces. Yeah. And we shared them on Instagram. If you have a look, there's like a reel of the delivery day. So you'll get a sneak peek of what there is. And I've cut out a fleece in the R fabric. Because obviously, R, Rosie. Um, But I'll be sewing that in like the first week. So I'll share it as well. You can see.
0: That's the only big delivery we've had since the last episode. But we did have our work Christmas party. Mm. This year we went for dinner and had like a roast. It was really nice. And then... We went ice skating at Sunset House. <laughs> Mixed <laughs> feelings about that from the team, I think. Hannah was shocked at how people could do it. It was quite funny. because Hayley's going to, to that, H- Haley's listen. Yeah, no. you know, it's not a bad it's thing. It's not a bad thing. I just, I roller, roller? Roller skated. Yeah. Roller bladed, the ones where they're in a line. Yeah. And then we did used to, in Germany, there was a little ice rink in our little town, and it was really cheap. It was like 250 or something, 2 euros 50 or something. Mm. So we did used to go. And it was there for like two months as a teenager. Yeah. Mm. So, but I get that like, not everyone is rollerbladed. Um, But then we got on and I, my first thought was like, oh shit, this is harder than I remember. But then we weren't good, were we? And I can't stop. We can't stop. But every time you go go around, you get better. Yeah. And we were going around. And so what we were doing, me, Rosie and Molly were taking it in turns, getting one of the other team members between us (laughs) and then taking them on a little loop around the, the rink. Yeah, everybody did do at least one. Yeah, end. I I know everyone went round. I think a few times. I'm not sure if (laughs) Izzy did. Might just been the ones. (laughs) But I get that it's scary. And also, as we arrived, there was a man like we. If you go to the Somerset House one, you're in like an hour block. So there was a guy who'd just gone on, and he was being taken off by an ambulance, and they were saying (laughs) like, "Don't move your leg." They think he'd broken his femur. So I can see why you were thinking like, "It's a dangerous thing." and then as we were going off, trigger warning, if you don't like the mention of blood, skip the next 30 seconds. As we were going off, a girl had like face planted and there was a lot of blood on the ice. So yeah, serious sport. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then after ice skating, oh goodness, there was a bar at the
0: ice for Whispering Angel, which I, like, I really did not know about. But apparently, it's a thing. It's all sponsored. The Somerset House Ice Rink, like it's sponsored by Swiss Tourism. Yeah. So it's all like branded, of... and then Whispering Angel do the bar. Whispering Angel are like rosé.
2: I realised just... what the whole thing is: is they're trying to get people to drink rosé in cold, in the cold. So it's like they can double the revenue, essentially. Oh. Because obviously, rosé is like a summer drink. So someone's been like, "What if <laughs> they drink oh, it in yeah. winter too?" So it's all like ski an ice skating like sponsorship
0: yeah fair yeah great idea but i really don't like the taste of it it's quite yeah sharp yeah so but the overall a really nice night and no one got injured so that was good
2: yeah imagine we we shall let's we not be do be anything stressed. dangerous next year no, but yeah it was really nice
0: we're gonna have some mulled wine this afternoon right yep I bought a bottle in we are gonna be everyone who's here on the last day we're all gonna have mulled wine We'll pack, we'll do it after the post has gone at 3.30. Mm.
2: Yeah, we did a mega remnant upload this week, like over 500 new remnants. So, so there were like 850 on there. Mm-hmm. So the team have been packing them and it's hard because there's obviously so many, so to find the remnant for each order is <laughs> like finding the remnant in
0: the haystack. Was actually... uh, uh, 250 sold. Yeah. So, but you don't know, obviously you've got to kind of find a way to lay out all 800 Yeah. So they did it by fibre. Well, you and Molly did it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it takes ages. But they are quite fun to pack as an alternative to packing cut metered. Yeah. You don't have to cut anything. Yeah, it's like, and it's quite quick once you're set up. So that's what's been going on in the office in our last week. And now we are going to be shut on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, Wednesday. And then back Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday next week. Not Thursday. Not Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We'll be Sunday, back on emails from
2: Thursday, but in this not in, in the, the studio. Yeah, Friday, Saturday,
0: and Sunday, and Sunday. Yeah, yeah, and then back on the Tuesday. Yeah, for New Year,
2: New Year, New Us. <laughs> mm,
0: not. <laughs> not, not because nothing's nothing's changing. Shall we start our questions? Okay, starting with sewing. Fave make of the year. Oh, I've made, I've
2: made some, like, extravagant stuff this year. I've kind of just gone with what I actually on really one. want. Yeah, I've been really on one. <laughs> so, ah, maybe, like, the green linen um, Lee dress, the bias dress. I really like that. Yeah. I wore that a lot in summer. But actually, like, I made that plastic lace dress a couple of weeks ago it's not my favorite but right now it's like in my head because i just made it but probably like the linen stuff for summer
0: yeah i'm trying to think for other stuff you
2: made i made like a dark purple linen dress as well yeah you wore that a lot reynolds dress yeah yeah helen's closet yeah i'll make another one of those next year because it is really nice really wearable in one of the new linens definitely Mm.
0: i had a bit of a linen thing like it no it's because we had nice deliveries yeah, that they were all our linens. And actually, of all the fibres, all the nice fabrics that we get, we generally don't get much linen. No, but because that seems to have changed because now actually we have quite a lot. Yeah. Like even
2: in stock still, we've got like a pale pink and a dark purple.
0: Yeah, there are a few about.
2: Yeah. Uh, there's a nice dark green coming as well. I made my
0: Christmas stockings outfit.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Just out of a little, a little bit of it. My favourite make of the year is probably my... I don't even think it's been sold... Shared. It was a an heavily hacked Anthea. I've talked about it in the podcast before. It was like the Gani rip-off. Gani copy. Yeah. Top with the ties down the front.
2: Which colour? What colour is that? The
0: pink and white gingham. The gingham, gingham we cut yeah. in half. You've got some. And I think it's just because it's like the... Th- i had like a day sewing i'd cut it out and then i had a day at home on my own fred was out of marigold and it was just so nice and i was watching like crap listening to podcasts and i made finished it in one day mm. and it just felt really lovely mm-hmm. like day for myself it's nice there's um, a really
2: similar fabric to that you know around the back i saw that came in a recent delivery mm. it's like a pink at sis like
0: i think it's not exactly the nice. same but it's similar that's probably my favourite make. And then I do like Marigold's little shilling hat, which looks really sweet isn't it. Okay, next one. How do you build a me-made wardrobe, not just a collection of random pieces? Well, that is the question, isn't it? I haven't got that. <laughs> this is from my mum, <laughs> isn't is it? This is from your mum. Good mom. question.
2: Mum, I feel like you're doing okay, you know? Yeah, I think you've got a pretty defined style. Yeah, and you are making good, like, basics now. These, She's really on one with the LB pullover. If you know that yeah, pattern. that's good. Um, it's yeah, woven,
0: so, right? Yeah, you but can you can make, make
2: it. it in like a not a, not a really stretchy. It's by Paper Theory. If yeah, no, it's very similar to what you're wearing. Actually, it's kind of like a slightly relaxed shoulder. This is a Nora turtleneck,
0: but like s- yeah.
2: a bit changed. I feel like maybe, yeah, I don't know, bit bigger a bit like oversized. Yeah, but she made she made it in like linen for summer. Wore it with jeans, mm. but you can also make it. She actually bought some of our orange like wool crepe. So it can be like a kind of sweatshirty vibe, a bit warmer. So she's wearing those a lot. Um, Yeah, Mum, I think you're doing okay. But anyone else? (laughs) I guess think about what you actually wear. Because it's so easy to get sidetracked by like interesting, exciting fabrics. But then you just end up... Cozy. Yeah, I do this. But then I have have been trying harder to actually make the basics, like the plain linens. In general, to be honest, sewing with planes, you're always going to get more wear out of it, I think. Unless you're somebody that does wear loads of
0: print, but I think most well, people you, aren't. If you wear, like, a print dress every day, which some people do... Yeah. Then it you can just have, like, loads of really beautiful prints. But if you're wearing, like, jeans and... Mm-hmm. Actually, even with jeans, you could. Yeah. Okay. Early on in my sewing, I made... I just sewed with, like, really fun prints, and then I just realised I actually didn't wear them. Even, like, the Liberty deliveries that we've had, I don't wear Liberty, like... Yeah. I just don't like I've got t- like shirts and blouses that are made in like Liberty Florals. I just don't wear them.
2: Yeah, I made two this year from
0: the delivery I, yeah. I do
2: wear them occasionally, but it doesn't always
0: quite feel like me, I think. Yeah, I'd rather just wear like a big T shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I we need style overhaul. I need a style overhaul This I want a style. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna give us one? <laughs> so Look at it. what we're both wearing, shall we
2: say? <laughs> To be honest though, winter is hard because you are like you're feeling
0: cold and a bit gross, so you just want to be comfortable. When you I said this to Fred, like when I leave the coat, when I leave the coat, when I leave I'm really tired <laughs> today, sorry. When I leave the house, I wear the same coat. Yeah. So, it so I really and the same boots mm-hmm. and when or trainers with some jeans. So like from the outside of my coat, I literally look like I wear the yeah. same thing every day. And then I just think that doesn't make you feel good about leaving, so you don't even care. You're just like, oh I'm just gonna look like a big lump when I put my coat on anyway so yeah. I'll just just put on whatever. the most comfortable thing exactly yeah and
2: it's basically always a jumper in winter as well so actually thinking about your tops is pointless you just need like a few nice jumpers.
0: yeah I'm I'm not I don't care about winter sewing I've just decided this minute I'm all about spring now well it's about the coat I guess that's actually like you should invest in doing a coat like from autumn Our ship sailed today yeah this year's sailed I um, actually managed it but I do I mean. need to finish it all. Okay, so to answer the question, Sue, we don't know.
2: (laughs) Focus on the things you wear. Think about planes,
0: even if they're not exciting, because you'll wear them a lot. I think you need to establish what your wardrobe, what your uniform is. So, like, perhaps take a photo of yourself every day for a month. Look for patterns. There'll be something that you wear, like, 80% of the time, probably. A version of that. And don't feel bad about those. Yeah, Yeah. because everyone does that. You have what you feel comfortable in. Yeah. Lean into it just you can improve the basics basically yeah not a very good answer but let's move on anyway. <laughs> do you make anything for your kids show us your mates for them please we should yeah, do like a little roundup instead yeah. of like our kids
2: maybe every couple projects. of months we'll do
0: like a little roundup one yeah we do make some stuff i mean i've found i'll go first but i found one that i haven't had like huge amount of sewing time this year but i have made her a few things but also she she grows really fast so like the stuff that i made before she was born basically didn't really fit because she was quite a big baby and then now making something it just she's a, it, you'd get like two months out of it yeah max so it's quite a lot of time and effort for not much wear that does get better yeah so obviously that's going to slow down yeah now we get like a year
2: and then you have another child and then you know you're getting like <laughs> double the amount of wear <laughs> if you make it for the oldest one anyway um I I can't plan that far ahead right now but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I do make stuff for my kids I actually really like making vintage patterns for them I don't know why I just think it's quite sweet dressing them like little 90s babies so I find like charity shop patterns or my mum's got quite a good stash because she used to sew for me and my sisters so I've made them coats from vintage patterns little dresses for iris um, actually, oh, what's her name? The iris and f- no, flora. Flora patterns? Oh. The dress is called the iris dress. iris dress, and then there's also the olive dress. She's got the olive dress and the iris dress, which is funny because Iris's cousin is called olive. And I've made both of those. And she's also got a trouser pattern that I've made for Cid. They're just, they are, like, nice basic patterns. She actually has translated a few of them into adult sizes, so you can make, like, matching oh, outfits for you. And your child but they're really nice um otherwise i haven't made you knit them both stuff yeah i haven't knit. well actually i knit iris the uh so is it november balaclava by petite knit is it a bit is that a kid's pattern yeah but there's also the adult one which i'm halfway through knitting for myself
0: and that's oh, really yeah, nice
2: because yeah. it like obviously covers all their ears and everything and if your child is actually okay with wearing stuff like that it's nice and iris does wear it so you know and a nice and warm and it's quite a quick project i think francesca london loom has made that for herself maybe for her son as well mm. um yeah now i do i think it's like a really nice way of showing love for someone is to spend time actually making something for them when you have that skill it's nice to put it to use for them
0: so yeah We'll do a roundup of those. Okay. When's the right time to invest in an overlocker? I'm a beginner slash intermediate sewer. I think.
2: There's no right time, but yeah, ASAP. Like if you're going to use it at all, you might as well get it and start using it because it does just make all your makes feel like nicer finished.
0: Yeah. And it means you can do like a professional looking finish without having to do bound seams or French seams. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and especially if you want to sew stretch fabrics as well. Yeah. So much easier. I mean, I know some, I had tops that were made without an overlocker, and they don't fray, and they're all fine. But they just... It looks so much more professional. Mm. They last longer. It's quick as well. It's quick, yeah.
2: If you try... Because like, I know a lot of machines have got overlocking stitches on them, but they're so slow. Mm. An overlocker is just really fast. And they're not... They don't have to be, like, a big investment. Is it 399, the... Three five nine maybe? Yeah. The entry, the entry level with faff overlockers. And it's
0: great, like we use them in the studio. Yeah, you really don't need more than that, basically. No. Um the admire one thousand is like the entry level faff. Mm-hmm. It does everything you'd want an overlocker to do. And like the threading is a bit intimidating for about 30 minutes and once you spend time like thread it unthread it thread it unthread it yeah you literally are totally fine to change the thread
2: there's so many like youtube videos and stuff you can just watch someone do it and also in the manual explains how to do it if you want to just tie on the threads and pull them through as an easier
0: option yeah I never do that I was I do do it do you yeah I don't do it what you when you do it do you tie? do you pull them through or do you sew it through
2: pull them and then you pull them and then you cut them just before they get to the needle
0: bit and mm. then re-thread the needle. I just find it quicker to just do it. Yeah. But at home I have mine with like pale pink threads in and then I feel like on a lot of stuff... It's fine. It's right? kind of fine, yeah. yeah. I do think if you can commit to changing them to the matching colour, it looks really professional. Yeah.
2: It's nice. We've actually got one of the air threading ones in the studio at the moment because a customer wanted to have a look at it, so we borrowed it from Faff. And if you are really intimidated by the threading, then I think it's worth getting that if that's like your blockage to an overlocker, because it is a really nice way of threading. <laughs> I mean, you poke the thread into a little hole, press a little lever, yeah, and, and then it, it goes shoots poof. shoots and do these little tubes with air, and
0: then they come out. It's and they're magic. threaded. Yeah, it does everything from that point. Yeah, it's really quick yeah so yeah basically to conclude get one make the investment I don't think you'd buy it and then not use it really no definitely not And I, although actually I have heard of people like my friend bought one and then didn't use it because they were a bit nervous about threading it so I do just think as soon as it arrives literally instantly unbox it watch some videos of how to thread it spend it. like yeah. a few hours threading it using it on some projects and then you'll feel like confident yeah. to go there. The nice thing about the Admire one thousand as well is it's not too big. Yes, yeah, so you can leave it as As a all second machine. In yeah.
2: It's not generally. It's not we, huge. Also, like the overlocking class, if you're new to overlocking, I think that's really good. Or if you're about to buy an overlock or you've just bought one, come to that. LER teacher is so good on overlockers and you learn loads of stuff. Stuff that we don't even know about, like changing the tension to create different effects and stuff.
0: Yeah, like gathering, doing rolled hems on them. Yeah. You can do loads more on it than just overlock and if you yeah come to the class then you'll get a good overview of that early on how do you choose what fabric you're going to use next when you are surrounded by such fab fabrics but you go first with your (laughs) method because i do think we're different about yeah fabrics that we want
2: i mean a delivery will come in and something will really just catch my eye And I'll be like, that's the best fabric I've ever seen. Because when it's new, (laughs) it's so exciting. And then I pretty quickly just take it and use it, to be honest. I try not to keep too much in a stash, although my stash behind Hannah is getting a bit big. Um, But yeah, I just, like, get excited by something. And then if I'm trying to make something that's a bit more basic, I'll actually go and look in our shelves and find something specific for a project. But I do
0: get, like... And no, you price. don't sew basics. I don't think that's a thing you do. I did in summer. I made lots of like, linen basics. But that's but those linens were new then. Were they? You yeah. wouldn't be like, oh, I really need some twill trousers and you'd go out and oh, look no. for the twills. Oh, I'm not making twill trousers, no. Exactly. Yeah, but okay. You wouldn't even be like, okay, I really need a jersey top. <laughs> no. I'm going to go, Yeah, do I mean like, you like lin- the plain linen, But yeah. they arrived and you took what you wanted. Before it went on sale. <laughs> yeah, actually. I th- I thought they were on the shelves, but they weren't. Yeah, fair. I think I think there is an element of the new stuff coming in. I mean, obviously, because some of the stuff out here, we've been around it for ages. And then you do start over... Oh, no, do you know when you picked off the shelf, actually? Sorry. You picked off for, like, your party dresses. So, like, the purple cloque. Eh? Yeah. Because the cloques, like, when they arrive, we'll both be like, oh, these are so beautiful. But then they do just... We don't. I don't stash them ever because no. there's so many nice like cloques, jacquards that come through. Mm. There's loads to pick from. Like if we wanted to make a party dress, you could go and pick a really beautiful one. And then the same for like the solid crepe sheens. Yeah, And
2: my coat, my navy coat. Mm.
0: Yeah. I was like, I want a navy coat. I'll just find the nicest navy. What yeah, you we've weren't got. waiting for like a fun, like a slightly special, no. or, like a different one. Yeah.
2: So what's your method then?
0: Well, remnants, baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you like the scarcity. The scarcity. <laughs> if
0: no one rem- else can rem- have it, I want it. <laughs> no, I just—it's just you get so excited looking through a remnant. But bo- it's like going to like an antique shop, I guess. And you're like rummaging through it, and you know there's only one of each one, or like some self either. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get something? Like looking through the remnants is so fun. Everyone in the office likes looking through remnants. Yeah, it is so fun. It is fun, and then I do take I don't I don't do what Rosie does I'll take it and then I stash it and then sometimes I forget about it and then I'd say like a few times a year I'll like pull out loads of my fabric
2: bring it back and then
0: and then I have another little sort out, and then I bring them back and put them back in remnants
2: yeah
0: that's good that's all right though because then I've like considered it got rid of the stress element of it being like about to go that's what it is I think (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. I'm not definitely and then I bring it back the thing with I think the thing with me sewing remnants,
2: if I, if there's only like one, I'm like, oh, but then I sew it and then there's no not even really much point in me sharing it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why most of my stuff that I've made doesn't get shared. Yeah. Rosie has this thing where she says that I'm only allowed to sew something at work if it's of a fabric that there's a lot of, so we can share it. And Well yeah. <laughs> it's oh. <laughs> But you know, when you, you I'll have a project that I want to make, and then Rosie will say no.
2: No, I don't say no.
0: You can do it. You say it's pointless. Make
2: <laughs> in your own time. We
0: don't sew at work, though. That's no, we really never
2: do. I finished that waistcoat yesterday. That's, Orange one. It's one yeah. You. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <looking for laughs> it. For it. You're wearing it. <laughs> little extra layer
0: when you're cold.
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: So there, no real, like, method to it. The the thing is to remember with it is that there's, and I remind myself this, there is always nice fabric.
1: Mm.
0: And I, I don't hoard stuff now, so if I get something and I think it's really nice, I just sew with it so I can wear it because we've talked about this before, like, we've both got fabric that we bought five years ago that was felt like the most special fabric in the world, and now I don't like it. Yeah, your taste And I've annoyed change. it myself that I didn't just sew it and enjoy it. Yeah. Did you know that as well as their sewing machines, Faf also have a range of high-end sewing tools and accessories? We love their scissors that are all forged from German steel. Incredible quality. They'll be with you for a sewing lifetime. Rosie's coat pattern recommendations. She mentioned in the last episode she's made loads. Did I say I've made loads? Well, <laughs> <Can> we, we, <laughs> we
2: said we said you'd made ones, like, every season. Yes. Well, that's not even true. I've made two coats for oh. myself. Well, that's and I've made my kids,
0: like, three coats now.
2: So but yeah, you've,
0: I'm, I'm... You've made jackets as well. So you've made everyday um, lunar jacket. Yeah, so I've made our, our pattern. pattern,
2: the lunar jacket, for, so like, an autumn or spring jacket. I've made the Leonard coat by Republic de Chiffon in, like, the hound's tooth wool. I wore that for, like, three years straight. You did wear that a lot. Yeah, right.
0: Right. <laughs> When I shut my, my you know, only you shut your, your eyes and picture someone in an outfit. <laughs> I'm not saying this to be mean, but some I think I picture you in that. And yes, you picture me in like a Scuzzy t shirt and some jeans. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, Maybe that's why I think you sewed loads of coats because you really. Why? Right, yeah, because it was my only coat. And I, I think it's a nice make. I'm not. It wasn't. A... It... it was all right.
2: To be honest, if anyone's looking at that pattern, it's not the easiest. You made the Buy Hand London.
0: <gasps> I did. Exactly. Rumana coat. Yeah, I actually made that in and a workshop. And you wore that loads mm. for a couple, like, couple of years, and then you, your, your style changed. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I made oh, That's the, quite fitted.
2: It's a fitted long coat um, with like lots what of panels. that? I thought, did it get mothed? It got slightly mothed, so I said to Hazel, if you want it, you can deal with the moss. And she took it. She took it, but I haven't seen it. She says it's still in a freezer somewhere. I sewed one and I didn't
0: put I got everywhere but putting the buttons on. Yeah. Mine doesn't then, have buttons. Do you know who's got it now? Who? Hazel. Did you give it to her? <laughs> like, your mum said she would put the buttons on if Hazel wanted it. I thought I saw it around there still though. Uh, you maybe haven't said it. she didn't want I'll it. I'll take
2: it if you want it tonight. I can. No,
0: maybe she said she didn't want it. But take it tonight because I think when she actually sees it, she'll, she'll be like, like yeah, she'll like okay, yeah. it. Yeah, and Hazel needs a coat. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen, it's fine. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, take that because I've been looking for. Oh God, I actually, I, I make coats and give them away. I gave your mum my other coat. Yeah, she wears that a lot. That's good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, the Romana coat, good, long, fitted, fancy coat, very that's nice. The, oh, that's a good fit, fancy coat. Yeah, Leonard coat, oversized. A bit oversight, it's quite basic, so actually, it's quite easy, but the instructions aren't really good. And I'd say, like, the actual pattern isn't that good to be honest. But it worked fine, and I did wear it for three years, so I can't really complain. <laughs> um, but then I got sick of that coat, so then this year I made the Ma- Martina, I think, coat by Vicky Sews, and that is like a Max Mara style
0: big coat. Um, you'll get years of wear out of that, yeah, hopefully, because it, it took me mothed. like a year
2: to make. Mothed, no, it's not going to get mothed, it's fine.
0: Package it in a vacuum pack, put the vacuum pack in the freezer and before you put it away. Yeah. And then defrost it, then put it back in again for another week in case yeah. they survived the first freeze. Yeah. And then start to store it. Yeah. You can do it in my chest freezer if you want. Great, yeah. Mum's got one too. Um,
2: so they're the adult coats I've made. I Actually, I've made my dad and Aaron. I made the Merchant and Mills Foreman jacket. Yeah. That's really nice. Nice finishing and stuff. You can, like, bind the seams inside, which I did. Um, yeah, and then for kids, the, all the coat patterns I've made have been vintage little, like, raglan sleeve 90s ones. Very I sweet. I think
0: that's quite a lot of, coat, of like, coat making. Okay. The only one I've made that... Oh, I made... Well, that one that your mum now wears is the Duffel by... True Bikes? No, um... Green Line Studios. Yeah, I can't remember whatever their duffel coats called, and it is a nice duffel coat. It's finished. Really it's like nicely. a classic, yeah, duffle shape. Just not my style. And then I made the Fiber Mood Hunter coat, which oh, is yeah. really nice actually.
2: Yeah, why haven't you
0: been wearing that? Because I got that blanket one. <laughs> <laughs> that's... It's it's like that's like somewhere between like oversized but a bit sleeker.
2: Yeah, it's a big, long coat. It's got, like, slightly less fitted shoulders, hasn't it? The yeah. The
0: Romana, but not as off the shoulder well, as the, the Romana Well, the Romana's, like, panelled, isn't it? Yeah. And it actually, like, goes in, fits around your waist, and then it flares out a bit over the bum. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's fancy. It's nice. Um, so you have
0: sewn quite a lot.
2: Yeah, fair. And there's, I always see people making the tassuti fabrics coats my mum made one of them I can't remember the name of it but I'm told that their coat patterns are good and quite simple like they've got quite a few that don't have any fastenings and stuff so maybe look at those if you're looking for a coat. Mm. All
0: right I'm a new sewer can you explain seam allowances?
2: Yeah basically the seam allowance is the bit outside the area of the stitching so, yeah. like, between the stitch line and the
0: raw edge of the fabric is your seam allowance. Yeah. And so your seam is where you stitch. Mm-hmm. And then the allowance is, like, the excess added to a pattern. Outside of the stitch line. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the amount varies from pattern to pattern. So generally, in the home sewing, like, independent pattern world, you'll find seam allowances are often, like, 1.5 centimetres. And they're a bit bigger because... It's quite useful if you're doing some adjustments and things to have that bit of extra fabric. Um, But like the big four pattern companies, I think, use one centimetre, all of them. And if you're using like more industry standard patterns, they're one centimetre. Yeah. And then on other things like lingerie, you might get a quarter of an inch inch seam allowance. It really depends like what
0: project you're doing. Best supplies to keep in your stash. They'd said, like, Zip EG e- e- zippers, bias tape. Mm. So I would keep threads, like a black, a white, and off-white, because actually, how often do you sew with white? Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe a few of, like, a navy, and then, like, some of the darker, some, like, of the colours that you wear a lot. Yeah, so I find
2: dark blue navies that get used the yeah. most, I think. Yeah. And blacks. Um, yeah, definitely threads and I don't know about zippers because they're
0: pretty specific to each project, aren't they? But if you know, the only zips that I think you can keep in your stash would be like, I'm looking at the Crosstown Crescent bag that I made. It's got like a black gold metal tooth zipper in. Mm. You could have a long one of those because you can always shorten zips.
2: Yeah, true.
0: So if you're going to make like a bag project or makeup bag or even a jacket, that sort of zip would be suitable for that and to be honest you could use that on jeans as well yeah i
2: always like to have elastic for waistbands Mm. so you can make like pajamas or like little kids skirts and trousers and things in like a light color and a a dark color yeah and a couple of widths to be honest like a chunkier waistband one and then a narrower one yeah you can just buy them by the roll often they're really useful and bias binding because you can use it for
0: like finishing seams. Yeah, and the color doesn't need always to be exactly perfect. Yeah. And then interfacing, like we've said this on the podcast loads of times and in videos, like we would have like a me- a, a meter enough so you can get your waistband along the grain
1: mm-hmm.
0: in like a few different weights. Mm-hmm. So we would in like... white and black as well. Yeah. So I'd waist. just stock up on those, like a lightweight medium weight and then a tailoring slash heavyweight one yes anything else things like piping i think you just need to buy buy the by the project and even like buttons i do have some buttons in my stash at home where i've like seen a button and really liked it but
2: they yeah, it hang isn't... around
0: because you don't you're not matching it to your exact project yeah
2: i inherited all my grandmother's buttons so i've got loads um... do you use them I try to, like on things for the kids and stuff, because mm. it's quite nice and you don't, often don't need that many. But Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of your stash basics. Yeah. Lining, actually.
2: Yeah, nice to have a few, like, classic
0: viscose satin linings. Yeah. yeah. you can reach for. Also, bias tape. Bias binding is, like, it's good for finishing if you want to do a bias facing on a garment and don't want to make your own
2: hmm and necklines and things yeah yeah you can buy those by the roll as well i think we've still got some online that you can buy by the
0: roll which is handy yeah that's what i've got uh, uh one of the white pop white um barley ones mm-hmm. and then i've been using it to finish like armholes and necklines and stuff i think that's it And then the last sewing-related question is, best beginner fabrics and patterns?
2: Um, Beginner fabrics, I'd definitely go for something medium weight that's quite stable, like a cotton. Not stretch. But, yeah, or linen, to be honest. Something like that kind of weight that's not going to shift around loads when you sew. It's not slippery. Linen shifts more than cotton. It does. Like, cotton is so nice to sew with yeah like a quilting weight cotton it doesn't even need to be a garment just with your like proper beginner yeah if you're making like a little bag or a makeup bag or yeah um but don't make the mistake of sewing with something you're not actually going to want to wear because i think it puts you off it's better to have like the satisfaction of making something that you really want to wear and then you're going to want to sew more experiment more
0: so something not slippery at all. Do you remember when we started sewing and then we went and we bought loads of, like, that poly... Lining. It probably was lining. It was lining. And then you made a dress in it. I, mine never existed, actually. Never got made, obviously. But <laughs> you made a dress yeah, in it. Yeah, I did. So, like... And also, it was probably really awkward to sew with. It was awful. And really difficult to cut. Yeah. Cutting slippery fabrics is really difficult.
2: I gave that dress to Hazel as well. <laughs>
0: Where garments go. <laughs> uh,
2: but and then
0: patterns, patterns right? I actually think that our everyday trouser pattern is such a good beginner pattern we use it in our learn to sew classes now it's a garment that you can make, like everyone wants to wear a pair of like relaxed trousers it, they're slightly tapered but we have a lot of students who straighten them out so they stay a bit wider
1: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, it's just like, we've got a men's version, a women's version. Yeah. Everyone um, likes sewing those. And it's really easy, really wearable. Yeah, and people are often scared of sewing
2: trousers, but it's fine, yeah, like as a make, beginner. Yeah. And then it feels so satisfying that you've actually made a pair of trousers that you want to wear. Um, That's my
0: top. I guess
2: the everyday waistcoat as well,
0: actually. Yeah, but I would. it is... The Everyday Waistcoat is a project that is really good for beginners in terms of, like, difficulty, but I just don't think you'd wear wear it as much as the trousers. The trousers, you'd get so much wear out of, it'd feel really satisfying as a first Mm. make.
2: I think tops are a good place to start because you can use, like, a really interesting fabric,
0: get Mm -hmm. excited by a print.
2: But I don't know, what actual patterns Feel like, a non-stretch top?
0: Maybe the Anthea uh, blouse. It's, yeah, but it's got buttons and a placket gathering and, and stuff. gathering. Yeah. I think maybe the LB pullover that you were talking about is a good one. Yeah, that's good. Or,
2: but all of these things like buttons and gathering. Yeah, obviously they're going to be a bit more difficult. But nothing's out of reach. Like if you take it slowly, watch tutorials. Yeah, you can do anything. You can do things. You don't need to be scared.
0: We move on to the business questions yeah how do you navigate your friendship and the business and then there was another question as best friends who are business partners do you ever argue oh, therapy um we do we don't argue no we're both free avoidant <laughs> we're like no we're, we'll get annoyed at each other occasionally yeah but then we're but just like going does. a bit of a stalemate and then avoid it. and then forget it and then move on avoid the issue and yeah, but, but it's not it's not they're not about big things. That's no, the thing. it's not. You need to have an argument no. about it. And actually, if you think we about don't running, bicker. no, we don't bicker.
2: But everybody, like, of course, everybody gets annoyed with everybody. I feel like we get annoyed. Not that much. Not honestly. that much. Like, no. imagine running a business with most people. Oh, Oof.
0: Oof. yeah, <laughs> we're doing all right, guys. <laughs> um, I guess like, there's been times when we like now we work we're in the office together the least we've ever been. Yeah. So it's probably a bit easier to, like, see each other outside. Although well, we are. We do have both
2: have little kids.
0: I don't know, we know. live in the same city. Yeah. But the there were times when, like, when we were in the office five t- days together, then it feel like we just, like, could just be on, like, work mode for a bit. You know what I yeah. mean? It was a bit different. Sometimes you have to be like, oh, no, wait, we're friends. We need to do things that are fun and, like, talk about things that aren't the, twer- yeah. the work. Yeah. But we don't actually talk about work outside of no, work
2: because we're not like we're not really like that as people. We're we're quite happy to leave work and be like everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't stress out about things, that overthink it. and don't think, mm. or very rarely. Um,
0: yeah. So I guess like yeah, we haven't. We don't really argue. Yeah. Next time we have a, a disagreement, I'll remember and then I'll tell. I'll tell it. Great. Once it's once the dust has settled. <laughs> Have you ever disagreed about a business... That was also a really boring answer, but that is true. I just don't think we actually do argue, really. No. No, we don't argue, like, no. No, no. No. Have you ever disagreed about a business decision? I mean, not anything major where, like, one of us has wanted to quit or, say, like, I wanted to sell fabric and Rosie didn't. That hasn't ever happened. All of those things we've been like, yeah. Occasionally we'll disagree about... Whether something's worth doing or like, but it's all a bit minor, and no one actually like the other person doesn't isn't. I don't know. No Let one, me t- think no one actually cares that much. <laughs> no, no, but we
2: do. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, we but you do. care. But if I, if, if you, you were like, no, strong that's about not your opinion. No, you are like, yeah. okay, yeah, exactly, yeah. You're probably right as well. Like, no one's that fixed on their own opinion.
0: Yeah. So say like about going to a show. If one of us is like, we should definitely go to Stitch Festival this year. And person's like, mm, really, don't think it's worth it.
2: Neither, it'll be somewhere in the middle it'll of be,
0: that. Exactly, yeah. And most things, this is also a really boring answer, because we've known each other for so long, we actually just kind of think the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Our brains have, like, evolved at the same. But yeah. obviously there are things we disagree on. Luckily, so far, there hasn't been a really major thing. I'm sure there will be at some point.
2: Yeah, like if we wanted to take the business in a completely different direction or do something major, oh, a major change.
0: The only thing would be if one person wanted to sell the business and one person didn't. But I can't really see that happening because then what would the other person do? <laughs> <laughs> what I don't would happen? Like, I don't want
2: to have any physical shop anymore, just have warehouse. But, like, we. But no, again, you just find
0: that would you just... No one would be that set on their own opinion, no. yeah. I don't think we have very big like egos. No. So it's not like there's like a strong there's not like both of us battling it out. Mm. No, there's not. Yeah. It's all quite quite samey samey between us and in opinions. <laughs> How long have we known each other now? 34 15 I oh know 19 years. Uh, oh shit. Should... Yeah. Next 19 years since I claimed you as my new best friend. 19 years as best mates actually known exactly. each other for like More. 22 years or something exactly yeah so it's a long time yeah we should celebrate our 20 year anniversary 20 year <laughs> anniversary of when you moved to Detmold yeah okay the next September then yeah okay we'll go on holiday great what is a typical day in the life at work it really like varies I'd say come in I always make everyone a cup of tea this, this is my day actually I come in yeah, make everyone a cup of tea, whoever wants one. Mm-hmm. Sit down, start by doing emails. Emails might bring up some other stuff that needs doing. We have our little team meetings, which are like very casual. We all stand around, go over everything for the week or anything that's happening that day. And then, yeah, it really varies. i am mm. mm-hmm. chat to like different people in the team about whatever they're doing.
2: Yeah, there'll always be, like, stuff we're working on, like the new uploads that are coming, chatting to Haley about those. I'll be, like, writing the newsletters. Then we have lunch. Getting some content. Helping Gemma if she's got any, like, customer issues. Maybe, yeah, loads the, of like, maybe a new delivery will come in. We'll need to bitty. sort some stuff out. Yeah. Just, like, the managing of the business, I guess.
0: Yeah. And, I mean... The little bits of jobs we do are quite different, but like in terms of what the day actually looks like, like we are just here. We're on our laptops quite a lot. And the team's all quite chatty. Yeah, and we're all like friendly.
2: Like we, like you said, like make each other cups of tea and bring each other biscuits. Sweet. Yeah. People like bring in nice biscuits. Haley's great at bringing Hayley's American top, treats. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah, week Hayley's I feel been... like there's something new. Yeah. <laughs> it's so
0: good. Delicious American biscuits
2: been exposed to what have, what have they been what those marshmallow things fluffy things fluffs no fluff you know the marshmallows that were like a halloween pumpkin oh uh, i just lots of it's not vegan so i can't I mean, eat it oh, it's a specific american
0: thing apparently twinkie twinkie is that it? it? a twinkie no yeah. a tootsie roll tootsie, tootsie roll. rolls yeah i think tootsie roll and then she had like tootsie pops yeah Load like so much stuff and then these amazing little cheesy fish yeah. <laughs> Saltines. Yeah. Hailey brings in lots of presents. But anyway, but yeah, our work day to day day. I mean, it looks quite In the studio, similar. on the laptop a lot, walking around a lot. Filming the videos for the fabric. We help pack if it's really busy. When the team go on lunch, we'll make sure that like someone's packing over lunch, helping out with postage, loads of little bits. Record podcasts, list new workshops. I've started doing a course with um, hackney that through hackney Council that's on like figuring out our business's carbon footprint so I've been having like zoom calls about that like webinars learning about how we calculate that. yeah all little bits yeah um, and we fun... work 10
2: a.m to 5 p.m in case anyone's
0: interested. oh yeah so that yeah so first T's made at 10 lunch is around 1 1 earlier
2: for me cuz i've normally been up since 4 starving by midday <laughs> <laughs> i
0: always take twigs for a wee around 2 and then about 4:20 4. 4:30 4. twigs gets all her teddies out of her, her bed and throws them at everyone and barks yeah that's kind of the basics of the day and then we never work late like that's not a thing that happens here yeah, you have five, to leave everyone like packs up their stuff and then we all leave together
2: and we often go out for like a coffee we're in right near Broadway Market, so yeah, a little it's afternoon
0: Clemsons. Yeah, last one on the business questions How do you do your pricing? How do you know how much to price per meter? Well, knowing okay. is a difficult question because you never really know. If you were buying fabric from a wholesaler, then you'd have the price, you'd know exactly what you paid for that item, and then you'd have your markup and you'd just do it by that basically. And you just apply it like blanket across all products Mm. but if you're not familiar with how we source our fabric it is from the designers at the end of their season or the end of sampling we buy everything that they have available so occasionally we calculate the exact meterage yeah either we'll roll it off or they'll have calculated it and we do so then it is effectively like a price per meter but generally it's not it's just a price for everything so we couldn't say this is how much that metre of wool cost because it would have come in an order with, like, I don't know, 100 metres of lining. Yeah. And obviously, if we divided the total amount we paid by the total meterage, it wouldn't mm-hmm. make sense because the wool is way nicer than the lining. We're not going to price them mm-hmm. the same. So...
2: we Basically have, rely on,
0: like, our fabric knowledge. Yeah, and we have, like, our standard prices per fibers and weights yeah.
2: like a bracket so if it's like yeah. a single
0: wool there's sort of a bracket of what we would um charge for that with the actual how the pricing comes about when hayley does the collection there'll be a she'll come in and say guys can you come help me price we're going to do pricing we'll go around hayley says what she thinks the price should be Mm-hmm. and then we just say yes basically because yeah. Haley knows what our pricing is and then occasionally we'll be like oh maybe it should be slightly higher or slightly lower yeah so it will be
2: higher if it's really bespoke like often the, the prints we get in from designers have been just done for those so they're really bespoke really rare um or like if we know the mill sometimes like it will have mill details on it and we know it's like the best lace mill in the world or whatever um and we'll like do some google research as well obviously about the prices of those kind if of specific fabrics, yeah.
0: yeah. Sometimes it's just a really special like fancy cloque silk cloque. so we'll know that it's and it was made for that designer. Mm-hmm. We do get in like the wool upload that we did a couple of weeks ago where it was the single and double weight wool crepes. Like they you can find those on other fabric shops. Yeah. It's like, a very specific thing. Yeah. So we know you could look up exactly what those should cost per meter. And then where we can, depending on how much we've paid for it from the designer, then we do sometimes price things lower mm-hmm. than what they what you would find them elsewhere. So I know like those walls are priced very
1: reasonably. well. Reasonably. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a nice that's a good word. Um like lower than you'd find them elsewhere. And I know a lot of our laces are priced Lower than you would find them elsewhere. Yeah.
2: A lot of the stuff we get, you actually couldn't ever buy. Like, I'm looking at the haberdashery section, there's patches for Pringle that were obviously just made for Pringle. They're never going to be sold anywhere else. So, the pricing is just kind of, you know, it's a one off thing. What is someone going to pay for that? I don't really know. Like, it's a
0: bit tricky. Also, worth saying, Here, I mean, maybe one day we should do an episode and actually talk about like numbers because I know people are really interested and no one talks about that. Mm -hmm. So we should talk about that, but that won't be today because we don't know them off top of it. (laughs) (laughs) But our overheads here are so expensive. Yeah, we are in London. Is eye watering. Mm -hmm. So obviously that does come into it. If there was ever a point where the business moved outside of London, like the fabric warehouse, which we have literally no plan to do, then. That maybe would drip down to our final pricing of the fabric. But we do have to factor in the fact that our rent yeah. is extortionate. It's everything. Like It's not obviously
2: not just the cost of the product, but all our overheads. Like, staff costs, rent, bills. It's, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, the amount... Yeah. But with the pricing for the fabric, also worth saying, actually, is that the fabric has gone up in price quite a lot. Yeah, when has we started buying, yeah, um, fabric we were able to source it cheaper than we mm-hmm. are now, and that is reflected in ham, in the pricing that mm-hmm. we
2: put on. It's because on fabrics now the designers themselves are paying more for the fabric yeah. to start with. Like fabric costs
0: across the world have gone up a lot yeah. in the past. And importing years. as well, like uh-huh. the additional. I mean, I don't even know what they are, but from friends who own fabric shops who source from Europe, I know there were additional charges yeah. associated with that now. So obviously the drip through of that for us came later than, mm-hmm. than from um when we left the EU because it wasn't fabric. a direct. Yeah. So the designers, their costs went up and then it's dripped through to us. Yeah.
2: You would have noticed like on all fabric stores basically, places that aren't just dead stock that source like in a more traditional way, you would have noticed that price has gone up.
0: So there's a little bit of insight into our fabrics. My advice, if you want to find a bargain on the shop, is go sort oldest to newest, because I do think that there's some real gems to be found. Yeah. Like, all of our wool coatings used to be £20 pound a metre. Which is so... that We just couldn't price them at that. It's no. like,
2: merino wool coating, I think, for
0: £20. Pounds. <laughs> we also don't go back and edit pricing, actually. Well, it dep- if we get new fabric in that's exactly the
2: same, but in, like, a different colour and there's a big oh, discrepancy, then sometimes we will, yeah.
0: But for things like some of the old coatings, they are still priced hmm. Um It also... We do take into consideration, like, if we have a fabric where we get, occasionally we get a fabric and we'll get, like, 250 metres of it. Mm-hmm. And so we price it slightly lower. Just based on that, yeah. Just based on that. So some of our, our cotton twills are priced really reasonably, really low, I think, for the quality of them. Because we had so much meterage of it. Yeah and that's what also happens with the
2: clearance section like most of those are just fabrics that we've got quite a lot of yeah and most of those are half priced so they are like real bargains
0: yeah yeah i hope that was a good little insight into it Shall we move on to the final couple of questions? Highs and lows of the years. And then... <laughs> Is this personal? These are personal, Yeah. Oh, spicy. Okay. Are we doing personal high and personal low? Nah, let's just do business high and personal high. Can we do personal high? Oh, yeah, oh maybe personal not high. Okay, personal yeah. Personal low's are a bit like, oh, there was this day when I was really... Like- well, we can do like a vague low. Like the vague thing. <laughs>
2: it was hard in your year.
0: Okay, yeah. Um... Should we start with that then? Because then it'll only get better. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> what was your low? All right, my low was probably... There was, like, having a baby is quite full on, and you don't get a lot of time to yourself. And then Fred did go away on tour, so that was quite hard. But it was also fine. So more wasn't <laughs> that low, you know? <laughs> go on, what was your low? <laughs> Just all
2: the stuff around getting divorced. There's a lot of um, admin and emotional turmoil involved. (laughs) So that, um, yeah. All right, personal highs. I'm not, I said getting divorced. I'm not actually divorced yet. The process towards getting divorced, yeah. Highs. Um, Specific or general? Just general. General, just like meeting and the time I've spent with my boyfriend, basically.
0: My personal high is obviously like getting to know Marigold yeah alright business let's just chuck in business high and business low basically Rosie said they do this on the Kardashians at dinner parties so when we had our team Christmas party we did it at the table <laughs> and we did our per- work uh, low and high and our personal low and high and it was yeah, quite nice Yeah, but they nice didn't, they didn't do work low because they said they couldn't say that to their bosses oh yeah, yeah. no one did work low <laughs> just the work high just work high <laughs> Uh, so what are we doing? Work, work, l- work low and work high. Oh work, your work low's got to be me being all off. Come
2: on. Yeah, but that's like a big... I think work lo- It's...
0: Yeah. It's more yeah. full on when... The, Actually, I, mean, I've I think... I've done two the- maternities. You've done one. It's more full on. And yeah. it's, work is less fun. It's not worse, but it's like less like...
2: Yeah. Chill. I think the actual low was... Like the bra kits when we sold them, we sold so many, and then like trying to source all of the the it's like the man. extra uh, materials and stuff. And there's so many parts in a kit <laughs> that was probably the low. Like, We've the got sp- kit trauma from way back, yeah, early days of New Craft House. Yeah, I don't want a product like that. I just don't want to. Don't give it to me. um Yeah, that's probably the low. And high, yeah, what did I say the other day? Probably like the Liberty deliveries. Just like mm-hmm. exciting deliveries. Just getting Liberty fabric in general. That's like a big achievement, I think, yeah. for the business. So that probably this year. My
0: work low is, I don't know. I wasn't here for the bracket mania. Mm. So I don't know, really. I mean, like, work is good. There's never generally yeah. huge stress. No. Moving stuff, I mean, I don't even mind going to the unit, I quite like going to the unit.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I don't think I have a workflow. My work high is the team. This is what I said at the party, and this is true. Like, often when friends say, like, how's work going? I'm like, yeah, it's really nice, blah, 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 plodding on. But then I'm like, we have a really nice team now. The team get on so well, they're all a really nice group. They do stuff together outside of work. Like we have nice relationships with all the team. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really lovely, and everyone's really good at their job. And everyone enjoys their job. I think, from what I'm saying. (laughs) 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 And yeah, it just really like feels like a really nice gel of people.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, last question, Rosie. How are you doing after your divorce? (laughs) after
2: i wish it was after (laughs) during in the midst of um you know it's up and down most of the time i can ignore it's happening but then you do have to deal with things like obviously we have to have meetings and talk about important stuff like finances and arrangements moving forward and that is all quite stressful admin the admin yeah and it's like you're doing that stuff with somebody that you don't actually really want to particularly have in your life anymore (laughs) which is annoying it's not like a normal breakup um, where you can just well I have children as well so it never would be but you know you have to carry on engaging with them and you've got all this built up like annoyance towards (laughs) them and he has it to me as well it's not one sided so yeah it's just it's it's tough going but we'll get there I'm sure and I think actually it's only been a year and we're doing okay what is
0: standard length of time
2: oh i don't know probably around that i don't i don't think we've been particularly fast but i mean like the fact that we can communicate okay and we can figure out the child yeah. and stuff we're doing all right and i have fully bought my house now everybody so that was one big tick i'm the sole owner of my house yeah that's good
0: yeah cool so i think that rounds it up we're <laughs> yeah. just doing all right still <laughs> Thanks for the concern. <laughs> this is our last episode of 2023. We will be back. I'm not sure exactly when. But we will be. So watch this space. I hope you all have a lovely Christmas. Oh my gosh, do you know what we haven't done, which we keep saying we're going to do? What? Read out some reviews. <laughs> should we finish with that yeah we'll finish with some reviews to finish up the year we found some i didn't even know where these all were but i just googled the new podcast podcast and then i found 78 ratings i'm not going to read them all but thank you guys for starring really i'm going to start with some nice ones
1: <laughs> it's a
0: great race. <laughs> podcast and makes me feel like i'm missing two friends while i'm working away super informative and always look forward to your next episode that is so lovely thank you I really enjoy listening to these friends enjoy the content wishing I could visit the UK and shop their fabrics
2: lovely you know the customer this... came in yesterday and said I love listening to your podcast
0: oh I really wanted to love this podcast but the girls sound just sounds so gloomy it's nearly comical <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably true sometimes I just you know I'm having a bad day great podcast if you're into sewing I find it very calm and relaxing thank you very disappointed. I couldn't understand what was being said. It's just a load of gabble and lots of giggling. Shame, as I loved craft. That that was a really early part of a early review. F- that is actually a long time ago. That sound. The sound has got better. We do now have a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Some of them about the sounds very slow and boring. Yeah. Very dot 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 slow. That was awesome. that was one of the first dot, reviews dot, I boring. remember. It. I think we have improved a lot.
2: Luckily for everybody we've got really high self-esteem, so say so we <laughs>
0: Yeah. Guys, as people go and leave us some more as well, please. Good and bad, because I like the bad ones. <laughs> um we're so gloomy it's nearly comical. Huh? <laughs> some days I do feel really gloomy. Generally they seem to be nice. Thank you everyone. For... <laughs> Right, we'll leave you with that and we'll speak to you in the new year. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Fred for editing and a huge thank you to Faf for sponsoring our podcast. Goodbye. Thanks.